Are you a nice guy? Most guys in the modern world are. Being a nice guy basically means that you use niceness as a way to get things in your life. Acting like a nice person to get things from people is different than having genuine kindness. And the problem with this is that you actually hide your true self. You suppress your authentic nature in the process, which locks you into a prison of resentment and self-inflicted suffering. If you've struggled to maintain fulfilling relationships, you find it difficult to get laid. If you're broken going nowhere with your career, if you're stuck in passionless relationships, you need to know the information in this video. And make sure you watch this through to the end because skipping any of these may cause you to stay stuck exactly where you're at. You want to live a high vibe life with radiant energy levels, juicy sexual vitality, and have great success manifesting abundance in your life. Welcome to the Sexual Kung Fu Podcast, where we dive deep into sexual mastery and how to use sexual energy to magnetize your ideal life. First of all, I want to explain where do we get these nice guy habits from? Men who are nice guys develop these traits early on in their life, in their childhood. They're actually created to be self-protection, survival techniques. You could say aspects of our personality based on survival. Because when we were young and vulnerable, we believed that displeasing our parents would mean they would stop feeding us, stop taking care of us, and we would die. So it was literally a survival response to where we started to change our behavior to appear more acceptable to others to our parents initially so that they would keep feeding us and we would survive. We started to learn that pleasing our parents equals survival. And basically this people pleasing behavior becomes ingrained in our nature to where we see every social interaction with someone else as a survival situation. And we repeat these people pleasing behaviors. So the first sign that you're a nice guy is having unspoken contracts. Unspoken contracts meaning that in your head, you believe, okay, well, if I do this for you, you must do this for me in return. But the reason why this is an unspoken contract is because it's never spoken. It's never clear that you're expecting this exchange. It just exists in your own mind. So it's basically an imaginary agreement you have with someone else, one you've never communicated with them about. And the common nice guy thing is, well, if I'm nice and I act nice to you, I treat you nicely, you'll give me something in return. The irony is that most nice guys aren't actually nice at all. They have a lot of very manipulative, passive aggressive behavior, and they often really deeply hurt those closest to them when they eventually lash out and all this resentment they've been stuffing within themselves unleashes. And I have to say, no one knows all this better than myself because I was the typical nice guy for most of my life. So an example of an imaginary contract is, well, if I'm nice to her, if I compliment her, she will then be attracted to me and she'll date me. And when you have these unspoken contracts, it leads to anger and resentment when they aren't fulfilled, which they usually aren't because people don't actually know this is what you want because you're not communicating it with them. You're using this niceness to try to manipulate them to give you something in return. So you assuming that if you're nice to the girl, she's going to date you without you ever telling her how you feel about her. What often happens when she doesn't date you or she starts dating someone else, someone who is actually bold enough to tell her directly how they felt about her, you get friend zoned and you feel angry towards her. You say, oh, all women are just whores. They only want to date men who are complete assholes. Another example is, you know, if I kiss my boss's ass, if I'm just super nice to him and, and work super hard for him, he'll give me a promotion without ever communicating with them. Hey, I put in a lot of hours, I feel I deserve a promotion in return. Without ever having that conversation, it's just an assumption, an unspoken contract. What does this lead to? You start to hate your boss. You start to talk shit about him to everyone else behind his back, never having communicated what you felt you deserved or needed from him. I think another typical example for men is, well, if I have a nice muscular body and I buy my girlfriend or my wife nice things, she will be obligated to have sex with me all the time. Again, here's an unspoken contract. And I think a lot of people in long-term relationships know that <laughs> this doesn't work. So stop acting on behaviors where you're doing 
doing things based on expecting something from return from someone else. The second sign you're a nice guy is always putting other people's needs above your own at your own expense. What does this look like? It looks like guys who put up with serious bullshit in relationships, let their partners treat them like shit, all because they maybe will get some occasional sex. I personally have known, and I've been in situations myself where I put up with a lot of bullshit just because, you know, I would get some sex every now and then. And it's usually not that great, is it? I know guys who will put up with all kinds of bullshit just to get like a little scrap of something in return. It's extremely toxic. And what you're doing is making your priority to try to please this person, fulfill all of their needs without having your own needs met, which of course leads you to feel very unfulfilled and eventually resentment builds up. If you have to tiptoe around your partner because you're you know, always afraid they're going to blow up at you, if you're never doing the things in life that you truly want to do because you're afraid of upsetting your partner, you're afraid of upsetting someone else, it's a sign you have trapped yourself in a relationship as a nice guy. And the thing here is you can't blame your partner. You can't say it's their fault because your behavior created the situation. You create the situation based on allowing people to completely cross your boundaries and treat you like shit because you're always putting someone else's needs above yourselves just to hope for a scrap of something in return. This is an extremely unhealthy pattern. So strengthen your boundaries. Prioritize your own needs. If your needs are not being fulfilled, you're never going to be happy. No one is going to do this for you. Third sign you're a nice guy is people pleasing. People pleasing is basically going out of your way to make other people like you and to feel accepted by others. The nice guy belief is that being nice to other people, being nice in general, will get them everything that they want in life. And it's not actually coming from genuine kindness. It's this manipulative behavior of acting nice, pretending to be nice, having the nice smiles, being very complimentary while meanwhile having all this rage and resentment and you know, it's a very like Jekyll and Hyde split personality thing. And kind of the irony here is that being nice all the time doesn't actually get you the things that you want. It actually prevents you from having the things you want. It prevents you from having your needs fulfilled. It really imprisons you. So this pattern of, of being nice to people, it's not coming from genuine kindness. It's coming from the subconscious pattern of acting nice to others, expecting to get something from that in return. And people really detect when you're just a people pleaser, like when you're just overly nice, afraid of saying anything that might upset them at all, you're not being authentic, you're not being your real self, and you just feel very bland to be around. You're never going to develop true relationships with people because you're not allowing yourself to be vulnerable, to speak your truth, to speak your heart. You're just saying things based on trying to impress people or trying to have them perceive you in a certain way. And this leads to you becoming friend zoned by women and never developing true relationships and friendships with people because you aren't being real and you're hiding your true nature behind a fake smile. One of my mantras has become the only approval that matters is my own. The only person's approval that matters is my own. Fourth sign, you're a nice guy is you worry about what people think about you. And what this commonly manifests as in social situations, you'll find yourself feeling unable to speak, unable to express yourself. You're just constantly thinking, what does this person think about me? Uh, what do they think about my hair? What do they think about my clothes? Oh, what did I just say? Did I say the right thing? Did I say it too loud? You're paralyzed by this fear of how others perceive you. You start to value the approval of others more than your own. And people often call this social anxiety. And the root of this, again, just comes from these childhood experiences where you were scolded or punished for acting out for being loud for you know really being an exuberant child and you're still acting this pattern out right now from your childhood you don't rely on your parents for survival anymore and if your natural behavior and personality bothers someone that's their problem it's not your problem and more likely by being yourself you're going to develop deeper connections with others deeper connections with people and more meaningful conversations because you're allowing yourself to be seen i know it can feel scary when you're used to suppressing everything and, and just trying to appear 
likable to people. But if you want to have deeper friendships and enjoy social interaction, practice being vulnerable, practice being real and speaking how you truly feel and don't give a shit what anyone else thinks. The fifth sign you're a nice guy is indirect communication. And what indirect communication is, is often being polite rather than being truthful, asking for something in a very vague way that becomes easily misunderstood. And this is very often also using a passive aggressive nature rather than speaking your mind, clearly communicating what it is you want, what your needs are, what your boundaries are. So I think a good example of this is if you're pissed off about something, maybe your partner did something, maybe a friend did something and it upset you, it crossed one of your boundaries. What does a nice guy do? He becomes a bit whiny, he becomes pouty, maybe rolling his eyes and, and having a frown on his face. And when the person asks you, well, what's wrong? You say, nothing, I'm fine. The typical behavior when something's obviously not okay, using passive aggressive manipulation techniques, basically just being very indirect, really beating around the bush instead of saying exactly this is what's happening. This is what I'm feeling right now. This is what I want right now. The more indirect you are with your communication, the more likely you are never going to get your needs met, the more likely you are going to live an unfulfilling life and have unfulfilling relationships. So practice being direct. I know it can be very scary for people, but never assume that your partner knows what you want or knows what your needs are or your boundaries are. You must communicate things very directly. And again, the typical example here is the nice guy who gets friend zoned because he thinks that being nice to the girl, saying nice things, complimenting her, she'll start to develop attraction for him. Then she'll ask him out instead of him clearly saying, Hey, I think you're attractive. How would you like to go to sushi on Thursday night? See very direct communication. You've communicated your intentions, you've communicated that you're attracted to the person and you communicated you would like to go on a date with them. And very quickly, you'll know whether or not they're attracted to you. And if they're not, you know right away and you can let go of pursuing that person and focus on something else rather than dragging it out for months and months, passively aggressively trying to get someone to date you without being direct about it. All right, guys. So those are the five signs that you are a nice guy. I know it can suck to hear this information because it can shift your whole paradigm. You realize you've been doing the wrong things your whole life. It certainly was that way for me. But personally, I think it's a good chance to feel excited because when you really understand the things I've shared, you see, oh, no wonder I was never getting sex in my relationship. No wonder I was struggling with women, struggling to make friends because I've been protecting myself behind this fake smile, not being real, not truly communicating with people. And the thing here is that people want to be able to blame others for things. We all love to blame other people. The tendency for us is to want to place the blame on someone else, some external thing so that we can accept why things are the way they are in our life. And we can explain to others, well, this is not my fault. This is why I'm stuck where I'm at and it allows you to stay comfortable where you are and stop growing. But if you want to overcome nice guy syndrome, you must take responsibility. Every failed relationship, every resentment you have for others, you've equally played a part in creating this. So it's time to take responsibility and not blame others and understand that your actions and your personality and mannerisms are creating the situations in your life that you have. And if you don't like your situation, it's time to stop being a nice guy and start being someone real. Thank you for joining me on this episode of the Sexual Kung Fu Podcast. Make sure you grab my free ejaculation control guide in the description and follow Sexual Kung Fu on Instagram and YouTube.